What's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of King's Code Radio, where we are a movement of men rising up as kings, kings under the king of kings. And our goal and mission is to go out and produce much fruit or results in every area of life. Now, as you know, we break our our life up into four primary quadrants of faith, family, production, and health. In today's episode, I want to focus specifically on the quadrant of family, and more specifically, marriage. And more specifically than that, a bad marriage. Now, in the last episode, I alluded that I have been working on a special project in the background, and I am happy to say it is done and it is launched. Um, this this uh, special project was specifically for men in bad marriages, and the uh, the whole product is called Win Back Your Wife, and it is a virtual summit. So it is the Win Back Your Wife virtual summit. And in this summit, I thought it would be cool to gather uh, marriage coaches and counselors, business leaders, and ask them a very specific question of if your wife left and you only had 30 days to win her back, what would you do? What would be the steps and strategies that you would take to win her back? And it was all themed on my own story that I have shared in episode one of this podcast. So what I would like to do in this episode is play a clip from a special guest that we had in the summit, uh, Alex Navas, and he is founder of Fampreneur, and he is very much a purpose-minded, purpose-driven entrepreneur, uh, kingdom entrepreneur, helping many in business and in the family realm. So this uh, short clip is part of our interview taken from the summit. So... Here we go. Experience with Vanpreneur and the different couples and, and, and people that you have helped. Yeah. Why do you find that so many marriages struggle? Mm. A lot of reasons, but th- those are the particulars. Mm-hmm. But there's some big ones. There's like some big nuggets. One is, I would say, if I were to kind of look at all of them, a lot of it comes down to one thing that I figured out just a couple of years ago, probably four or five years ago, and it changed the game for me completely. That is expectations. Expectations. So here's the thing. Your wife, men who are listening to this, your wife has expectations of you that you keep failing her on because you're not even aware that they exist. Hmm. You have expectations of her that she never, She number one, she may not even know, and two, she never agreed to, and you're holding her to it. And she, she's underperforming according to the standard that you have in your mind that has never been communicated. Mm-hmm. So when I look at challenges of a lot of couples, this is a communication challenge that there are expectations of each other that are not expressed, not communicated, and definitely not agreed to. And yet you're holding it against your spouse. You're holding it against your loved one. But how is it possible for you to pick up my iPad here on my side if you didn't even know that was really important? To me, there's no way that you would just guess that you should be doing that. No way. So a big part of this is communication. So the moment that I realized this, here's a couple of things that happened. I was like, you know, I this continues being an issue. Like I expect my wife to do things she doesn't. She expects me to do. And I'm like, man, I keep failing you. I keep I don't want to fail you. I don't want to fall short. I don't want to let you down. But like it's a moving target. I don't even know what I'm after. Like what does winning actually look like? I don't know. So I know the part I can't control my wife and I don't even desire to, but what I can do and what I do desire to do is control me. And so it started with me. So what I just decided for myself is, you know, I'm going to let go of all expectation here. 
Man, let go of all expect. I don't expect her to do anything. She, my wife is, she cooks phenomenally. I love maybe too much because I probably could stand to lose about a good 15, 20 pounds. So she cooks really well. And I kind of took it for granted. It's like as if she had any obligation to do that for me. She doesn't. But why did I build up this expectation that she should be doing this? Like, when did she agree to that? When did she agree to be my private chef? She never did. It just, she did it out of love. She did it to express her, her gratitude towards me. And I took it for granted. And I'm like, wait, why didn't you do it? Or what are you doing this time? Or what about Friday? What are you doing? Making tonight? But when did I set that expectation and why? So then what I ha- what I did was, and that's just one, it might've been cleaning. It might've been her working. It might've been her taking care of the kids. All, you know, all these things in our mind, we set up expectations for our spouse and then we're upset and we get, we get triggered because they don't perform what we have in our minds that we've never even shared. That's a formula for disaster. So I, again, with that thought is I don't have any expectations. If you do something cool, if you don't, cool, I don't expect it. Because then the, the belief behind that, and this is where I say it's more about sometimes who you're being than what you're doing. The belief behind that, that I told myself was she was doing okay without me. And she traded okay to hopefully have better with me. She was doing fine. She didn't need to give half her life away to a dude that she had no clue what he'd be up to in a year, let alone a lifetime. And she gave up okay to be with me. So then in my mind, I was like, well, then I have to make it exceedingly better with me than it would have been without me because she was just fine. How do I do that? Well, I eliminate expectations. And what happened, it was just like, it was just like a switch. I didn't expect it. And the gratitude level for me rose up. I was like, wow, you made dinner tonight. Thank you so much. You didn't have to do this. Oh my God. It tastes better. It smells better suddenly. Cause now it's a gift. You choose to gift me with this food versus a day or two ago where I was just taking it for granted. It's just like, yeah, where, there's no food. Cool. I'll just order. So I'll make something fine, whatever. I'm just frustrated. You know, not that I responded that that way, at least not, you know, here in the latter years in the beginning. Yeah. I, I could say that I was very much entitled. Yeah. I, I think it's absolutely huge. I mean, I know, I think I always boil it down to usually a lack of communication and unspoken expectations as well. But I love what you're saying because it is a complete, complete mindset shift. I mean, to be able to go, wow, I'm, and, and remove all of that, that garbage that gets in the way that causes frustration, all that. And then to go, man, what a, what a privilege it is. And, and really, you know, I haven't told my story yet on this summit, but I know that was one of the huge things for me when I did win my wife back after she left was I wasn't looking at her the same way. Instead of uh, being the woman that I had known, now I viewed her as my queen and totally different expectations then. And and so, I mean, I, I love what you're saying. And uh, I think that is absolutely huge. I think it's safe to say that the men going through this summit if they start looking back at why things have gotten hard or, or even worse, maybe it is boils down to that lack of communication, unspoken expectation and taking her for granted. And yeah. uh, I think, I think that's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So here's the, here's the plus side. Let me add this for just a second. Yeah. The plus side is this, there's no amount of nagging, reminding, 
bossing around. Like there's no amount of all that stuff that you're tr- that that you're trying to attempt to use to get your way or to get more from your wife. There's no better way to do that than to just literally pour into her to the point where she's overflowing. And as a result of that, man, she blows your mind because she's so capable of giving you more than you, you can even imagine, but our way of trying to access that sucks. (laughs) If I'm honest. So when we pour out her, so the other thing is in my household, I have a son. And so my son, so here in our house, my, my daughter's up, she's in Georgia. I'm in Chicago. She's married. She has a family now. So here in our household, it's my wife and my son. My son and I, here's the communication that happens between my son and I. Son, kid, I call him kid. He's 19, about to be 20. He's still a kid. <laughs> kid, we like what we do here. Our role here is to lighten her load. If that means I'm washing dishes without anybody prompting me, I'm going to, I hate washing dishes, but I don't hate listening to audios, listening to music and get hyped up, listening to podcasts. I'm like, cool, I'm going to create the atmosphere that I like doing the things I don't like so I can start liking those things. And so little, I'm washing and I'm, you know, I do the laundry. I'm picking up after her. I'm not waiting for her to serve me. I am intentionally the, the, the servant. And all I'm doing is creating a path to lighten her load so that abundance can pour back out. I'm not doing it for that, but that's a byproduct. I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's a game changer. It, that really is. So I hope you guys are taking notes because this is good stuff right here. <laughs> awesome. Let me ask you, Alex, as far as the couples that you have, and I know you have your own story too, as you mentioned, uh, divorce was talked about quite a bit. Yeah. What, let's say, okay, there's that the unspoken expectations, lack of communication, all of that. Do you feel that that's the root cause usually? I know this is kind of a broad question, but when when a spouse decides to leave, and in this scenario of this summit, the wife is either emotionally or physically detached and gone. Yeah. Why do you think that happens? Oftentimes, it's because we've prioritized ourselves, our desires over this person that we've committed to. It's we take the stance of what do I get out of this instead of what do I give into this? So imagine you go to the bank, you've never made a deposit and you're, you're asking for withdrawals and withdrawals and your credit is jacked up. Good luck getting any, anything out of that bank. So if a bank is doing that, how much more a person that's dedicating their, their life to you, it's not a transaction. It's a covenant. Yes. And here we are trying to withdraw, withdraw, withdraw where we have not deposited. Yes. We've been depositing in us. And how are you depositing into me? So not only am I depositing into me, I expect you to deposit into me. And then I still keep deposit. Wow. Well, how? what do they have to pour out of? Yeah. How are they filled? How are they fulfilled? Yeah. How have they been given the, the attention? Who's pouring into them? And that what that's what causes it is that, man, we... When we make it about ourselves, we're really actually just, it, it's a detriment to us because we're the last ones that would benefit from having that taker attitude. Yeah. You know, it's just like if you're in a social event or maybe you're at a family gathering or a Christmas party or Thanksgiving with the family and you know that uncle, that cousin that comes and they're always asking for more. Hey, hey, can you give me this? Can you loan me some money? Can you? And you're like, oh, I'm good. 
And then there's the other ones like, oh my God, I got this new thing. You should come over. I want to help. Let's host you. We got a new house. I want to welcome you over whenever you want to come. And they're like attractive. Like I want to be around givers. Yeah. But I want to stay away from takers. So the question is, are you, how are you being in your relationship? Are you the giver? Are you the taker? Because a giver is always going to have more than they can handle pour back into them. That's right. Because of their, their stance, their position, the way that they choose to live and view life. The taker will always be wanting more and more because they're operating from lack. We could be emotional, emotional takers. We can be mental takers. We want all the attention ourselves. When are you pouring back? Yes. You're always going to, it's never going to be enough because the focus is on you. When you pour into somebody else, in this case, your spouse, when you pour into them, not make it about you and what you can get out of this. Cause I guarantee you, the more you put into her, the more she has to pour out to you in measures you can't even understand. Yeah. And I've been a witness to that. that that's so, so very true. And, and as you even start out saying, you know, I, in, in all areas of life, not just even marriage, but selfishness, that self-centeredness, that what about me kind of uh, attitude of, of the human nature. That's why I think it's, it's just so important that daily, as the Bible says, we're crucifying that thing where we can be the giver. Because I think when, when you operate in that place of unspoken expectation uh, to your dinner uh, example there, oh, why didn't she make me dinner? You know, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's just a recipe for disaster. And, and ultimately, I think most issues in life boil down <laughs> to selfishness and self-centeredness. And uh, if we can crucify that flesh daily, a whole new world opens up of opportunity and, and blessing and, and favor. And so, no, I, I, again, guys, you guys going through this summit, be taking notes and, and even to what Alex just said, take a moment and, and ask yourself, am I, or have I been the giver or the taker? I mean, that's, that's a huge question in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. So Alex, let me ask you the big question. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that small clip. There is so much more good stuff that Alex and I got into. And in fact, we got into the main primary question of what would you do to win back your wife, which he answers not just from a conceptual way, but he literally goes into what he not only would do, but did in the past. So awesome, amazing truth bombs, gold nuggets of wisdom in that uh, session, as well as all the sessions. So if you find yourself in a not so great marriage, maybe your wife has checked out emotionally, maybe she's left physically, or you are just looking to sharpen your skill sets in this quadrant of marriage, I encourage you to go check out winbackyourwife.com. Uh, join us as we, as I interview these experts. And so you can get the tools and strategies to equip yourself to not only win back your wife, but have an amazing, abundant marriage that God intended. Until next time, guys, God bless.